Pure Coast, Episode 4. Welcome to Pure Toast Podcast, Episode 4. Craig won't stop flirting with me, and we have a great show for you today. I can't help it. Hi guys, I'm Craig. And I'm Ben, back with you again. <laughs> Alright, um, before we start out this show, I I have to apologize to my friend Kristen, whose call I played on the last show, near the end of the show, and this is a, a completely sincere apology. I think most of the people that listen to this know that I'm not serious pretty much ever. Wouldn't you say so, Ben? Yeah, you're never serious. And like when I say I'm sorry to someone, I say I'm sorry and I'm thinking in my head, yeah, I'm not sorry. I'm really glad I did that to you. Like when you gave me props the other day for blowing you up in worms. Because <sighs> you don't give props, but I got them. That's true. So anyway, this... I think I would say, other than my parents, Kristen is probably the most important person in my life. And I, I it's not like she's offended that I played her call, but she's a little upset, she said. That you so played it or that you made fun of it? Mostly that I ridiculed her, and I feel I feel really bad. So I'm going to play this song. This one's for you, Kristen.
Titanic they, song. Yes, that was Celine Dion's. What is it, the name of the song? I just call it Titanic. Probably my heart will go on. Yeah. <laughs> so Kristen, once more, you open the door, and I don't even know what that means, but keep on keeping on. Good Tree Bears are deceased now. They're not a band, unfortunately. Suck. They've all moved on to bigger. Well, they've moved on to bigger and better things, I would say. So, not that like our podcast, such as our podcast. <laughs> good, good plug there for Good Tree Bears who are no longer playing music. Um, so um, we got a call from one of my friends, uh, Drew. He, he and I went to high school together, and we still keep up more or less when he finds it to his advantage to talk with me. That's kind of how high school friends go. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, so anyway, let me play this call here. Uh, yeah, I was hearing that you wanted to interview a Brachiosaurus, and it just so happens that I know what. I'm also sitting here with Grant, who wondered, uh, you were looking for a new phone number. He suggested 293-NOOB. Uh, that's something to look into. My name is Drew Wood, and Craig, you can get a hold of me at 630-1943. Peace out, bro. All right, so that was Drew. I don't think he understands that I already bought the phone number, 509-293-4983. That's 509-293-GWUD. Hive with a Y. Hive with a Y. The, see, Drew, what we were asking is we wanted to make a combination of letters to make a word with 4983 because we already bought the number. Although and noob is good. Noob is very good. But I cannot afford to buy another number. Even though they're not that expensive, I just don't want to waste more money. <laughs> Speaking of wasting money, I wanted to buy like nice microphones for this. I think people need to know how we're recording this. How are we recording this, Ben? <laughs> well, we we both have headset uh, microphones and earphone combination plugged into a splitter, plugged into Craig's laptop. Yeah, so we got <laughs> mics through a splitter directly into the sound card. Sweet. Real, <laughs> real good audio quality, as I'm sure you guys have noticed. So anyway, Drew also mentioned that he knew a Brachiosaurus. Well, thank you. I mean, I don't want to say that I'm not grateful that you found us a Brachiosaurus. Thank you very much, Drew. Um, I'll, I'll keep in touch with you. Actually, Drew and I, I'm probably going to interview Drew for the show. I don't know what he would See have to say. See if he can get his Brachiosaurus to come along, maybe? Oh, man. That would be great. Like, another Brachiosaurus. Maybe we could hook him up? Yeah, that would be you a know? really good interview. So what I was trying to say here is that we got a Brachiosaurus, thanks to our buddy Teddy, who you will see on the album art. Yeah. Teddy, I don't know how to, th how to thank you. You really pulled through in the clutch. Man. All right. So here, let's, let's get right to the interview. This is uh, me interviewing a Brachiosaurus. It's amazing. All right, guys. We got something really sweet for this episode. Um, my buddy Teddy, he pulled through this episode. I thought he might know a Brachiosaurus, and it turns out he does. So, Teddy, what can you, what can you tell me? Like, how did you meet this Brachiosaurus? Hey, guys. Uh, well, here's the deal. Personally, I like to, you know, walk around, go hiking out in the wilderness areas. And I was humping it up this hill um, around the school. Excuse me, staying, you were whating it? Humping it. Okay. It's, it's the term, you know, just hiking through. Okay. You know. And, um... And I came, I stumbled upon this cave. It was a pretty freaking big cave. And I like, go inside, you know, because I'm kind of curious. And then 
As soon as I start to walk out, guess what pops out of the cave? Tell me. The head of this giant brachiosaurus. No, no. <laughs> I, I crap you not. No way. I crap you not. It was amazing. I had to stop, you know, and when I regained consciousness. Um, you were unconscious? Not really. But it makes the story more dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised to tell you, to say the least. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Okay, so, so Teddy, we've got a Brachiosaurus in studio right now, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And so for those of you that don't know what a Brachiosaurus is, um, a Brachiosaurus is a genus of sauropod dinosaur. And sauropods are quadruped dinosaurs who generally have long necks, large bodies, and whose hind legs are shorter than their front ones. Okay, so let's, let's get right to the interview. Uh, hey, Brachiosaurus, how's it going? Pretty good, how are you? So good. Um, so what's your name, Brachiosaurus? Um, well, you can call me Littlefoot. Um, I don't really want to disclose my real name. Okay, so Littlefoot's kind of a common... Well, we'll get to that later. I have some questions about, you know, some stuff that might have to do with that. All right, so, so you're an herbivore, right? Yes and no. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to ask you, what, what kind of plants do you like to eat? Okay. For all you people who saw the movie Land Before Time, blah, 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 look, we don't all like star leaves, okay? Well, I've, 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 Brachiosaurus, oh, I'm sorry, Littlefoot, I'll Thank call you, you Littlefoot, I'm sorry. I've, I've had a star leaf, and I thought it was delicious. No, 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 don't get me wrong, you know, they're delicious, but come on now, people, we don't do these huge migrations just for this one little plant, this one tree. Okay. Well, what if it was a whole orchard full of star fruit? No, star... F- star leaves. Star leaves. On, I'm sorry. Look, I would go and I would eat as much as I can. I mean, th- I love star leaves. But, on the contrary, that's not all we eat. Okay. Well, what else do you eat then? You know, we eat all sorts of things. I like tomatoes. Tomatoes? Okay. You know, I had a friend way back in the day who was allergic to tomato and... <laughs> And I told him to have it, <laughs> but I didn't know it was, I didn't know he was allergic. And so I like told him it was like a berry because, you know, that's what they are. They were yeah. on vines. And they got well, especially sick. at your size, they're pretty much a berry. Yeah, exactly. So um, he ended up dying. I oh, that's kind of terrible. That. Yeah. But um, it wasn't because of the tomato. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. But do It you might think, have been. Do you think the tomato weakened his physical... I don't like to talk about okay, it. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't bring those kind of things up. Okay, well, hey, so speaking of Star Leaves and Littlefoot, I guess that means you have seen that 1998 movie, the la- 1988 movie, The Land Before Time? Yes, yes, I have seen it. What, what were your thoughts on, the, on its depiction of Apatosauruses, your sauropod cousins, formerly known as Brontosauruses? Well, you know, I, I thought it was, it was okay. I mean, you know, of course they added a, con- a cartoony twist to it yeah that's not really how jurassic life was it was a little more was it a little more fierce than the cartoon you think well the cartoon was pretty fierce i got it was scared a couple times oh okay but the point is is that i'm saying that their appearance oh actual movies okay okay but yeah no um you know i thought they did a pretty good job with it there were some animals in there that i was just like or some dinosaurs and i was just like what the heck is this i don't know yeah but you know Disney, they're pretty creative, so... Was that Disney? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> um, okay, so were you bummed that you, your kind, 
brachiosauruses were not included in the film, or were you were you content that they at least involved some sauropods? Well, look, you gotta involve sauropods, and I'm not exactly sure, but in the background there could have been a couple brachiosauruses. I guess okay, but okay. I'm not sure. It's hard to tell. I haven't seen it for a long time. Me I gotta neither. admit. You know, I haven't. I'd love to see that movie. Well, hey, maybe we can watch it after the interview. Maybe, maybe we can not download it illegally from there. No, well, I mean, you. I don't. Do you have I, a computer? I don't, but I'm saying we, as in you. Right. And my buddy Teddy here. Oh yeah. Te- well, Teddy, he's he's a good guy. I don't think he downloads. No, I don't think so. I don't know if he has the patience for that. Okay. Well, I had one more question about Land Before Time before we move on. Um, what about Sharptooth? Did you ever run into Tyrannosaurus Rexes back All in the day? All the time. Were they were they, they as like heartless and cruel as Sharptooth, or they are bullies? Bullies. They are real bullies. Like, how are they bullies? Like, do you were do you, were you trying to play Foursquare and they popped your ball or something? Yeah, they would. Well, you know what they would do is because they can't really. Their hands are a little bit on the small side. Okay, so okay. They can't really use those, but like. There were a couple who tried to be nice and tried to play, but they just ended up popping the balls just because, you know, they couldn't do anything else. You know, they couldn't grab it with their hands, so they tried to grab it oh, with their Oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah, so there were a couple I felt sorry for. And so I think that's why, you know, when they got older, they got a little violent. Yeah. You know? It happens. Um, But a lot of them are just mean. They just come over and just massacre whole families. Oh, wow, that's awful. Dinosaurs and stuff but you know you can you can you can outsmart them we can get we could get a couple of chains going on with our tails oh okay and, and run 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 across and we could clothesline a couple of them and they don't it's hard for them to get back up so kind of like red rover only you're trying to defeat the enemy and mortally wound them well you know i don't, I don't like to say that i'm a violent dinosaur or anything but you know you got to survive right yeah i mean cool because and clearly you've done a good job of that yeah well thanks um okay so i was wondering you're you're one of the biggest animals to have ever lived on this earth other than the blue whale i think you might be the second biggest animal next to the blue whale how do you how does that make you feel like because i'm pretty small compared to you and i gotta say I'm a little intimidated by your size. Do you do you use that intimidation like f- to get things, or has it kind of been a hassle? Well, okay, I, you know, not that many people know about me, right? So, because I know. mean, I've been living in this dorm for a couple months, and I had no idea you were here. Yeah, well, I see. I'm pretty sneaky. They have, um, I actually, okay. This is going to sound really far-fetched. Oh, that's okay. I mean, I think a lot of people are going to think it's far-fetched that I've got a dinosaur in studio. Point. <laughs> Point taken. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry to tell you that it might be hard for people to take you seriously, but trust me, I'm. this is a totally sincere interview with you. Well, you know, I've been around for years. I've seen it all. Okay, okay, good, good. So I ended up taking a little trip to Japan. Japan? Yeah. How did, Do you swim well? Dude... I just humped it all the way over there. Well, but I mean, I'm there's in Spain. I'm in Spain. Right, which, but I mean, which, there's which, where do I have to cross? There's some rivers, but dude, look how big I am! I just no, but I mean, up. if you ran east through China, you would eventually get to the Sea of Japan, right? Yeah. So how did you get to actually Japan? I rock hopped. Oh, there! Oh, I've heard there are some big rocks there that are sticking out from way down low. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, sorry, okay. I'm, just, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. I asked you like. 
I was just I, I was sincerely wondering how you made it to Japan with no, that. that. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. You know. So you were you were telling me about your size. Yeah. Well, what I did was I went over there and I got some ninja training. Really? Yeah. Now, who did you train under? Or are you not allowed to give that out? No, no. Come on now. <laughs> okay, because I know ninjas are very secretive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Well, so I'm this like ninja dinosaur. Wow. And um, that was the. Hey, look at all that uh, dragon stuff that they got going over there. That's Into true. The Japan Asian is culture. big on on dragons. China, guess who? Guess guess who was was. Uh, Galloping along. I don't know if that's a word. You guys still. Like, I think we that. still use that in English. I mean, you. It's been a while since you spoke in English. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I was just galloping along, and then the China people were just like, "Hey, a dragon," and that was me. So they thought you were a dragon. Yeah, way back in the day, what was it? That was the Han Dynasty, I think, when that really started going. Oh wow. You know, and then. Was that a good time to be alive? Yeah. Well, you know, I think some people who are really into history might frown on my referring to the Han Dynasty and ninjas at the same time. Okay. Because it, like, ninjas weren't really around for that much later. But, this, you know what? Just all you naysayers, I don't care. So you don't, like, so you, it's neither an advantage nor a disadvantage to be so large is kind of what you're saying? It's just yeah, kind of. I just have training so I can okay. hide. Uh, and I was just wondering, like, to do daily tasks, has it, has it been tough being so big? I mean, like, for example, it's kind of a tight squeeze having you in here in studio, but, I mean, you don't seem to be minding too much. No, no. I mean, I've gotten used to it over the years. Of course, you know, I, I get frustrated and I scream and yeah, I, like I get mad and I, you know. Like, I, if you go to the store and you try to buy a toothbrush, they don't have a lot of dinosaur-sized toothbrushes, do they? No. I mean, sometimes I'll just have to uproot a whole freaking pine tree and just... Those know, are quite clean. Yeah. And just start going to that. And the sap gives me a nice little, you know, gives a little zing up in there. Mm. It's All nice. Right. I like it. Okay. I, here's one that I've really been trying to figure out just by looking at you. I Sometimes I wake up and feel like I don't have enough blood in my head. And I get kind of dizzy. Now, with such a long neck, I mean, your your neck is long. With such a long oh, neck, yes. do you ever get really dizzy? Yeah. Like, if I'm, if I'm like, going down to get a drink. Okay. And, which is hard over here in Spain. So it is. Dry. It is a serious problem here, water. But if I'm bending down, like when I, if I'm down there for a while, because I can drink a lot, son. Okay. You think lot. you could out-drink me? I probably could. I can drink water pretty quickly. Oh, dude. Have you seen this mouth? Well, that's true. Your mouth is probably about as big as my entire body. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, do you want to try it? It's not my fault if you drown. Okay, okay. I'm... That's cool. Sorry, I'm a little ornery. I haven't had some water for a while. But okay, I'm sorry. What you do when you drink the water is you go down, get your drink, but once you're done, you got to come up a little bit slowly. You okay. Know? You got to do it in stages. Because if not, you know, I'll pass you, out. You really might quick. pass out. And a dinosaur passing out could cause some serious damage. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, hey, thanks. I was, because that, I mean, that was just really baffling me. Yeah. Um,. Okay, so you were born in the late Jurassic per period, is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that makes you what, maybe 65 and a half million years old? Yeah, if you uh, believe in evolution. Well, if I don't believe in evolution, how old would you be? I don't know, maybe 6,000 years old. Okay, okay, I see. 
Um, now I've been doing this. I guess this has a lot to do with evolution. Then this this specific question. I've been doing a bit of research to prepare for this interview, because I didn't want you to come in here and me not have any questions, and then you feel like you wasted your day. Yeah. Do you feel like you've wasted your day so no, far? No, I'm oh. having a great okay, time. Okay, good. Can we, I mean, what are you doing after the interview? Well, I Go thought on. we were going to watch Lane Before Time. Good point. Okay. So I can't help but notice that the rest of your kind was wiped out from the Cretaceous tertiary extinction event. Um, how, how did you survive? I didn't, I don't want to bring up any. No, 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 no. This is a wonderful question. Um,. I am that good. That good? Okay. Okay. So where have you been hiding out since that extinction event? All over the place. I got a couple friends up in Loch Ness. Oh, wow. You know, I visit them once in a while. Have you been to Greenland? No. That's somewhere I'd really like to go. Yeah, no. Loch Ness, you know, with the Loch Ness monster, Nessie, you know. She, uh... She a good friend of yours? Yeah. Wow. She's pretty good. She's not so she, she's real? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I wasn't doubting it. We got a nice little family down there. But um, how I did it was I'm an omnivore. Right. I'm usually an herbivore. I'm supposed to be an herbivore. So you've kind of taken up a meat diet as Uh well. I'm not going to lie. Have have you eaten any humans? Uh, I don't think so. I can't recall. Okay. Well, because I can can give you a list of humans that I wouldn't mind you eating if you want. If you want to try out some human meat. Well, can you get me some extra water or something? I mean, I scratched your back, you scratched mine. Yeah, hey. Thanks, buddy. Um, <coughs> all right. There's always money in the banana stand. There is always money in the banana stand. <laughs> but don't burn the banana stand or you'll burn the money. True. Literally. Literally. I've got, I've got, okay, I've got one last question. Well, this is kind of a series of questions. I, I live in Bozeman, Montana now, which is where the Museum of the Rockies is. Now, it has the largest collection of dinosaur remains in the United States. Um, do you ever visit it? Yeah, sometimes I, if I can bring enough flowers, I do. Okay, so, okay, I was going to ask. If you do go visit, does it make you sad to see all the bones of your old buddies, or does it just kind of bring back some memories of the old days? It, it brings back some memories of the old days, but, you know, um, you know, it brings back memories, but, you know, I get, I get sad once in a while. I can, I can see that. But um, are any of your particular buddies there, or are they just people that you recognize? Well, there's this one guy there. Okay. We had good times. You know, we would just—I grew up with him. And then uh, the tertiary, the drastic tertiary extinction event happened. Right, right. But yeah, I know this specific guy there. He was pretty fun. We would just, you know, go out swimming, checking out the babes, you know, just um just living a good dinosaur life. Right. And and uh but it's nice to go back and see some old buddies, you know, sometimes this might sound a little weird. Sometimes I uh you know, strike up conversations with them just cuz it, it can get pretty lonely out. Oh no, I know. I believe you. Out there. I don't I'm not going to judge you for that. But you know, it's you know, it's nice nice all right well, and one more thing like when you do go do, do people try to study you or do they just kind of leave you alone again with the ninja training right i'm pretty sneaky so they don't really i've got a couple of friends there okay who um a couple of the scientists yeah 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 and they study me and that that's why do you think they have so many answers about the dinosaurs that's true they're knowledgeable there yeah 
And now I got you out there living in Bozeman. Yeah. So I can come to the state. Can I crash at your place? Hey, you can crash at my place anytime. I don't want to, I don't want to invite myself over. I no. Mean, you know, it's we, hey, we got an extra room, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, nice. I guess technically you could call it my brother's bedroom, but he doesn't really live there and probably will never visit there very often. So, hey, it's all yours, buddy. Sweet. Yeah. That's cool. That's real cool of you. It's a nice house. Yeah. Nice. What do you like to eat? Well, I mean, I guess you already told me, but we don't have a lot of star leaves. Yeah, you know, just like some, I like, I like lettuce. I like a lot of lettuce. Oh, we, can, we can get lettuce. Tomatoes, remember the tomatoes. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Have you been to Taco Bell? Taco Bell? You know, I have been there a couple of times, and I do like it. Yeah. I do like They've it. They've got a nice Taco Bell in Bozeman. All right, well, hey, Littlefoot, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Uh, is there anything you'd want to plug before I let you go? Any websites, any... Um, you know, I can't think of any... Any general advice? General advice... Um, make sure you know of your friend's allergies before you trick them into eating a food that they don't <laughs> like. I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh. That's not <laughs> funny. That's, that is some great advice. You know, it was a funny story, but the consequences. <laughs> right, right. So it's one of those things that now that you've been alive for 6,000 to 65 million years, yeah. you can look back on it and laugh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like if, if I, a thousand years ago, had given one of my friends something that they were allergic to and they died... I, I, I'm sure I would be laughing by now. Yeah, by now, you know. Yeah. Okay, well, hey, thanks a lot. Um, oh, Teddy, did you have anything else you want to say before we uh, take off here? Me? Nope. Um, just, you know, when you guys need me for another intro or another, like, modeling game, yeah, you know, hey, just let me know. We missed you on the last episode, but you were in Valencia, right? Yeah, yeah, I, gotta get me, I had to get myself some Italian boots. I saw them. They're very beautiful. Thank you. Good price, too. Well, Rebajas. Hey. Ah, hey. Sion dulce arriba. Man, Indian. thanks so much for awesome. getting us in contact with the Brachiosaurus. Little no foot. problem, no problem. All right, well, hey, um, that was an interview with the Brachiosaurus. See ya. Thank you so much, Teddy, for bringing Littlefoot our way. That was an amazing interview. Thank you, Craig, for pulling it off while I wasn't around. Yeah. So sorry. I really wanted you to be there. I think it would have been a good team effort, but you were in Valencia, I think. I was in Valencia. I, I missed out this weekend. I heard you had a good weekend, though. So. Oh, I had a I had a great time. Yeah. So indeed, indeed. Yeah. I I need to go to there more, but I don't I'm lazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've observed. Alright, well so while we were listening to that, you mentioned something to me that you thought would be a really good idea. Yeah. Um Drew, maybe we could get your Brachiosaurus, uh hook him up with Littlefoot, do a little online dating. Who knows what'll come up? I know I mean I know that there, we're on different continents right now, but Littlefoot's an exper- experienced rock hopper. He is an experienced rock hopper. He trained in Japan. Yeah, he's a ninja. Well, I mean, he learned how to rock hop before he even got to Japan, so he's he's got to be really good at rock hopping now. I would imagine, yeah, yeah. And I gotta say, like, that's the first interview I've ever done, and I feel like I'm kind of a bad interviewer because I kept cutting him off a little bit. Well, I think you did a good job. Craig. Okay, thank you. you I do. think I think things will get better in time. I've actually gotten some students around campus that we're definitely going to interview for sure. For example, um, we're going to have an interview with Jonathan and Calvin in February because that's Black History Month and they are black friends of ours. <laughs> and they requested they requested that we interview them for Black History Month. And I'm, I got to say, I'm genuinely excited to talk to them. February is just around the corner. It is just around the corner. Should we... That might be a good time to re. Well, 
I'm always reminded of the Martin Luther King Burger King yeah. quote. Keep keep that quote we'll in see, mind, we'll people. see what they have to say about that. Burger King. Like, <laughs> no, dang it, I screwed it up. <laughs> Martin Luther King. Yeah, like Burger King. <laughs> like Burger King. Burger King. Oh, man. Yeah, well, okay. We got Black History Month coming up. Yeah. yeah. I'll story about her. And I think, I believe if I can convince her, Melissa was going to share a German prayer with us. Because German is crazy, and it's cool that she can... Sp- that's all she knows is this prayer. But I only know two, two words, Deutsch and Deutschland. So I taught you another word. But I already forgot it. Starts with an S. Does that mean a bad word? Yeah. Okay. I... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Moving on. All right, well, last week I mentioned briefly something about... Oh, it was after I played the Jonathan Colton song. I played a a really short clip from The Sound of Young America. And we got a call from Jesse Thorne, the host of Sound of Young America. And I wanted to play that because I think it's probably the coolest thing that's ever happened to me that this guy called our show and kind of spoke to us directly in a way. I, I understand you're you're very happy that this guy called in, but I mean the following things. Okay, yeah. You have a couple of amazing things that just happened to you. That we do. We got some really good things coming up here. Tonight. And I was eating lunch the other day, and I was trying. I was telling somebody about this call, and they were trying to convince me that no, there's no way this guy called you. They don't even. They don't. He's not like a movie star, but to me, he's one of the people that I really admire and really love his show and his. Personal celebrity kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, one of those kind of deals. Anyway, they were trying to convince me, no, no, there's no way he called you. Maybe it's just an automated message, but I don't know. It sounds pretty sincere to me. You guys tell us what you think. I'm going to play the call here. Hi, guys. It's Jesse Thorne from The Sound of Young America. I just wanted to thank you for talking about The Sound of Young America on your program. It's pretty much the only promotion I'll get this year. And... uh, yeah, I guess at some point I'll probably even listen to the show uh, in which you uh, talked about me. Hopefully you said nice things. Okay, bye. Oh, man, I cannot believe we received a call from Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. I mean, when I log into Skype every morning hoping to see that I've received a phone call, it's almost more exciting when I see a number that is not already programmed into my phone book. Because if it says, like, mom's cell phone, that's awesome. I like getting calls from my mom. She leaves messages every now and then um, on, our, on our voicemail because it's my own personal voicemail as well. But, you know, not a big deal. Whatever. She's wasting our minutes? No, it doesn't use our time. And it's cheap and it's my money. So don't worry about it. But uh, so I see a number that I don't recognize. I'm like, oh, sweet. It's either somebody's phone number that I don't have or somebody really awesome. For example, Jesse Thorne. And it worked out in your favor. Yeah, man, I'm really excited. Um, so I also wanted to play like an actual clip from him sh- from his show um, because apparently he thinks that this might be the only – what was the word he used? Promotion he'll get this year, which I'm sure is absolutely untrue because like – if you go to the iTunes podcast page, I think the Sound of Young America is generally somewhere in the front page, if not, you know, something like that. It's oh, I really like it. I, it's <laughs> hopefully a pretty, we can be there one day. Yeah, it's a pretty well-known podcast. Next time, maybe? Yeah, that would be sweet. All right. He, uh, I feel like I should explain the show a little bit. He actually, he, he just kind of does interviews with just, like, people and not even, like, people that have anything to do with each other. Like, for example, he'll, he'll, he'll interview, he's interviewed comedian Jim Gaffigan who I really like uh, comedian Paul Poundstone who I also really like 
Okay. And then also the creator of the cartoon home movies, which I love, uh, his <laughs> Brendan Small. And then he also did an interview recently with a guy named Kurt Anderson from um, a radio program that I also listen to called Studio 360 on Public Radio International. So he kind of, I, I don't know, it's it's hard to explain. He he just he basically just does interviews with people that I find interesting generally. Yeah, and then he nice. also, every now and then, will throw in little things that aren't really interviews but are just things that I think are genius. Like is one of those things is what we're going to play right now? Yeah. Okay, here it goes. This is from The Sound of Young America. Friends, we live in dark moral times in an uncertain world. Without a steady compass, many of us would fall into sin, becoming actors, street prostitutes, or mountebanks. That is why I, Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart, have brought you this map, if you will, to the vagaries of modern life. This, my friends, is hang it up, keep it up. Our lives are filled with horrors, murder, techno music, people wearing skirts and pants at the same time. Together, let us tell these horrors to hang it up. First, skiing. I ain't got that kind of money. Hang it up, skiing. Arena football. Look, I don't care if you play it. I don't even care if you pay to watch it. Just don't act like it's an actual sport. Hang it up, arena football. God, are you seriously telling me that you are not over this by now? Hang it up, golf. Pennies. Pennies are the only money that the U.S. government loses money making. No one likes them. Why do they still exist? Hang it up, pennies. Dress shirts. Now, I don't mean dress shirts. I mean these kind of shirts that the kids are wearing these days that go down to their knees. And I never thought I would complain about something that the kids are wearing these days. But come on, guys. You look like you should be wearing a nightcap. Hang it up, dress shirts. Turquoise jewelry. Who the heck do you think you are, Lou Diamond Phillips? Hang it up, turquoise jewelry. Teleconferences. Why is everybody always yelling at each other? Granted, I'm yelling at you right now, but that's hardly the point. Hang it up, teleconferences. Making the band. Okay, my girlfriend's cousin was on it, so I had to watch it. And, oh, it's like having something awful drilled into your head, like something that's not even that hard, like a breadstick or something. Something that's falling apart in your brain as it gets further and deeper. Hang it up. P. Diddy making the band. Worrying about intelligent design in the school curriculum. But, Jesse, you say, how can I allow creationism into the public schools, church and state? Listen up, atheists. These people want to give your child a choice between Jesus and pterodactyls. Which one do you think they're going to choose? Quit worrying. Hang it up, worrying about intelligent designs in school curriculum. For every yin, there must be a yang. For every ill, there must be good. For every hang it up, there is a keep it up. Together, let us cry forth in celebration of all that is wonderful. Keep it up. First, toddlers. 
Got to love those little guys. Keep it up, toddlers. Dollar ice cream. Seriously, I go to the drugstore where they sell ice cream for a dollar, and I look at the choices, and I just want to be like, yeah, one of each, please. So that he'd be like, you know, $12, and I'd be like, mm. seriously, keep it up, dollar ice cream. Shawarmas. Oh, what a delicious Middle Eastern lamb wrap. Uh, lamb shawarmas are the new burritos. Keep it up, shawarmas. Katamari Damashi. This is a video game in which you uh, are the prince of the cosmos, and your dad, the king of all cosmos, it, it says that you have to roll all the objects in the world up with this ball that you have. It's called a katamari ball, and uh, stuff sticks to it if it's smaller. Than, so you start with like, um, you start with like a, a staple, and then you have to get like an eraser, and then eventually you're rolling up people and pets. And oh man, it is even more fun than it sounds. Keep it up, katamari damashi. Hot apple cider. Drinking hot cider is like drinking pure, concentrated holiday joy with a hint of cinnamon. Keep it up, hot apple cider. eBay. Seriously, folks, you can really get anything on eBay. Imagine that. Whatever you need, you can just go on eBay and get it. This is new. This has only been here for like five years. Anything. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't even have to be wearing clothes. Keep it up, eBay. Ergonomic keyboard. All I can say is significant reductions in stress-related pain and injury. Keep it up, ergonomic keyboard. Finally, black cashmere sweater. The perfect holiday garment is also the perfect holiday gift. It's always appropriate, and if you treat it nice, it only gets better with age. It is the sartorial equivalent of true love. Keep it up, cashmere sweater. I think the first time I ever heard him do a hang it up, keep it up, <laughs> I couldn't believe what I just heard because it was so <laughs> genius. Oh, man. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. For, I, I got to say, with this particular one, the only thing I disagree with is skiing. I love skiing, <laughs> and I don't spend a lot of money, so I have enough money to spend on skiing. So I got that kind of money for skiing. I definitely like the um, arena football and goth. Yeah, goth. <laughs> And then he talks about shawarmas. Like, I've never had a shawarma, <laughs> but man, I just like the word shawarma. All right, so that's The Sound of Young America. Uh, Jesse Thorne also has a couple other podcasts that are all kind of related. He, does, he just started a new one called Jesse, or Jordan Jesse Go, which is more just like the silly stuff, like that Hang It Up, Keep It Up, which I find hilarious. And then he broadcast his shows from when he had The Sound of Young America in college when he started it, which was... I don't know, maybe five or six years ago. And then he does the Casper Hauser Comedy Podcast, I think is what it's called, but I haven't actually heard that one. Anyway, his website, MaximumFun.org. It'll be on the blog. Check him out, definitely. I also wanted to mention uh, last week I played that promo from Jawbone Radio. I told yeah. you that chances are that I will be on the show. They had played a call of mine, but I, uh, I got in contact with Len, the host, and I wanted to play this call, or not this call, this clip from his last episode. Um, where they talk about me, and I think that's really cool because I'm really vain and I love me. <laughs> Go, Craig. That was our friend Craig in uh, Spain. Yeah, and it's about time he called. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Craig mentioned in that email, uh, in that voicemail, that he had uh, he was going to send us some of his dreams. 
Uh, he did, in fact, send us some of his dreams, uh, and they're so good, in fact, that I had. Uh, I think they're going to be a new segment. I didn't. I didn't have enough time this week to put together uh, an audio version of, of Craig's dreams, but on the very next show. We will have a segment called Craig's Dreams, and he is going to share with us some of his wacky dreams. There's some really good ones. There's okay. some really, really funny ones. So I just wanted to introduce introduce people to Craig, first of all, and, uh, and, and so they know that Craig is the dream master. The dream catcher. <laughs> he is the dream catcher. And uh, so you'll be able to hear uh, his dreams coming up on a future show. I am the dream master. <laughs> That is really cool. I can't wait to hear that podcast yeah. radio show. I'm really excited to hear what he does. He's going to put in some uh, you know, some sound or something with my dreams, so I'm excited. I am too. So are you listeners, just yeah. so you know. So their website, jawboneradio.com, will also be linked on my blog. Our blog, excuse me, pardon me. Robert just walked in. Robert, what's up? Yell at us. Yell at you? So that we can pick you up on the mics. Robert got mad at me today for farting too much. <laughs> said, why do you always fart in public places? Robert also, he's been struggling with an addiction. He is addicted to bocadillos. And he eats, what, maybe 17 per day? Is that how many you'd say? Maybe. Maybe 15. I actually, we had a little dialogue with the bocadillo lady today. Uh Uh-oh. I told her, I told her, Robert can't have any any more bocadillos. And she said, okay. Nice. She seems like a nice lady. She She looked pretty today. I don't ever really talk to her. I don't go in there very often, and when I do, I usually go to the vending machine. Their bocadillos You just want me to buy a bocadillo so that I'll give it to you. <laughs> but you told me you're off the stuff, Robert. You lied. Did you buy one today? I did. I bought a piece of bread. <laughs> a piece of bread? <laughs> like a... So that's like a half a bocadillo. Without the bocadillo. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I hope they can hear it, Robert. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think even if they can't hear him, it'll still... Yeah. It'll work. Yeah. They'll just kind of have to insert Robert's text here. In the computer Speech. voice? See, in the computer <laughs> voice, yes. That would be rad. Um, we had I, – I, I got I am subscribed to so many podcasts now that I wouldn't have time to mention them all, and I also can't even keep up with them. Like, there's new episodes faster than I can listen to them because I don't have enough time anymore. Um, but I wanted to mention one more podcast that I like. Uh, this is called The Best Show. And it is aired on WFMU, a freeform radio station in New Jersey. And let me just play the clip here. I feel bad for you, Rose. So you're probably going to end up spending Christmas in jail. I'll probably be here until like St. Patrick's Day from what they were saying. Uh Uh-huh. Before you get, I mean, you should be able to get released on bail or something, right? I don't know. We don't got no money ever since the speakeasy closed down. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. Here comes Roy Jr. I can see him through the window. Oh, my God. He's he's wearing a badge and a police hat. Roy Jr. How is your your son is, like, 13? He must have talked his way out of it. Oh, he's so good at that. So they gave your son a, a badge? Yeah. And it looks like he's got the keys to the jail, too. Oh, wait, he's walking right by me. Maybe he can't see me. Maybe it's one of them one-way windows or whatever they are. Oh, wait. Oh, now he's talking to Officer Giuseppe Harrops. Your son is? Yeah. 
Oh, my God. What? Officer Harrop's just handed Roy Jr. a big bag of money. Oh, my God. And Roy Jr.'s handing him what looks to be a bag of something else. What? What is Roy? What is he? What is he selling him something? It looks like it. What is the other stuff? It's like a white powder. Oh, okay. Oh my God! So he, so your thirteen or fourteen-year-old son is now in a police station dressed like a cop selling coke. Oh my God! Officer Harris just gave Roy Junior his pistol. Oh. Oh my God! Uh, Roy Junior just walked right by me and out of the police station. Wow. You just got sold up the river. He left me here. Yeah. I think. How, how do you like that? Uh, how do you like them cheesesteaks? I think you I think you just got sold up the uh by your son. Guess I'll be watching the Super Bowl in uh, cell 62. <laughs> it it sounds like it. Oh man. Okay, so that's the best show and that's that's kind of what happens most of the time. It's a it's a 3 hour long show. And I only get the podcast, so it's only two and a half hours because he cuts out the music that he plays. But basically, he he does have people like people just call in and talk to him. Like random people will just he'll just have conversations with people. That's pretty much the show. <laughs> and then that guy that he was talking to there will call in and just act like he's he'll just make up a character and just start talking, just total nonsense about whatever. Like for example, in that one, he had been standing in line to see Rocky Balboa. And he and his son were flicking mac- matches at each other, and they burned down the theater, and that's why he was in jail. And then his, <laughs> j- his son sells coke to the police officer. I thought that was a lady. <laughs> no, that was a guy. <laughs> oh, it's a really good show. You guys should check it out. Um, the website is friendsoftom.com as well as wfmu.org slash best show, I believe. It'll be I'll, – I'll put links on the blog. Definitely check that show out. It's a it's a longer show, two and a half hours, like I said, but it is it's really good. It's real good. Bale. Um, we Drew actually called in twice, and I believe they were within like three seconds of each other. But I'm gonna play his other call here. So here's Drew again. Hey, this is Drew, and I was just wondering where you could possibly get those Tom Cruise songs because those rock my socks straight off. And peace out. All right, so that was Drew again. He was asking about on the first episode we played Tom Cruise Crazy by Jonathan Colton. So, Drew, that's Jonathan Colton. Uh, his website is jonathancolton.com. Uh, we'll link to it on the blog, puretoast.blogspot.com. And I kind of want to play another one of his songs because I love his music so much. Here it goes. This song is it's a Christmas song, but I kind of feel like this podcast may not live until Christmas. I, well, no, no. I don't know what's going to happen is what I'm saying. I want it to live till Christmas. I, I want to do just, this. I just gave uh, old Craig here the death stare. Yeah, he looked at me like, what, what are you abandoning me? I'll kill you. <laughs> Te mataré. But, <laughs> but um, anyway, this is a Christmas song. And <clears throat> since I don't know what's going to happen, like I want to do this show till I'm 90. All right. Maybe 93. But in case this show doesn't make it till Christmas, I wanted to play a Christmas song because I hate Christmas music. I absolutely detest it. Oh. Probably, if I was going to make a list of top five worst things in the world, Christmas music on there easily. We should do that next show. Your top five list and my top five list because they would be like totally opposite totally. spectrums. Yeah, it's weird that we hang out. We don't really have anything in common. 
Think it's gonna last till '93? I, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. All right, let's play that song. Yeah, this song is called Chiron Beta. <laughs> excuse me, Chiron Beta Prime. This year has been a little crazy for the Andersons. You may recall we had some trouble last year. The robot council had us banished to an asteroid that hasn't undermined our holiday cheer. And we know it's almost Christmas by the marks we make on the wall. That's our favorite time of year. Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime, where we're working in a mine for our robot overlords. Did I say overlords? I meant protectors. Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime. On every corner there's a giant metal Santa Claus who watches over us with glowing red eyes. They carry weapons and they know if you've been bad or good. Not everybody's good, but everyone tries. And the rocks outside the airlock exude ammonia scented snow. Like a winter wonderland Merry Christmas From Chiron Beta Prime Where we're working in a mine For our robot overlords Did I say overlords? I meant protectors Merry Christmas From Chiron Beta Prime Redacted. Now it's time for Christmas dinner. I think the robot sent us a pie. You know I love my soil and green. Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime. Where we're working in a mine for our robot overlords. Did I say overlords? I meant protectors. Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime. All right, so that was Jonathan Colton's Chiron Beta Prime. Easily my favorite Christmas song of all time because it's my only Christmas song that I like. Yeah, and uh, I got the Jonathan Colton picks for ne- pick for next week, and be sure to look out for this one. Yeah, it'll be good. Pretty much awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... I'm going to lead us in the next segment, I think. Yeah. We're rolling off the Colton song right into Timoteo. Um... Yeah, we mentioned this guy, Timoteo, that we have here at the old school in Segunto. <laughs> Quite a character, this Timoteo. Definitely an individual. Um, I don't know. You can't really explain him. You just have to meet him. We gotta, we've got to interview him for the show. I'm down with that. Yeah. I am so down with that. Timoteo, if you're listening, we need your help. Or you need our help. I. Anyway. He does need someone's <laughs> help. Anyway, just to... Give you a little intro 
I think we're gonna we're gonna have an interview with him and pretty much gonna. I don't know. We might have future segments, future shows yeah. about Timoteo. We're going to just have to feature him in some way so that he's on every episode because he is the funniest person I've ever met in my life. Maybe like a mini season? Okay, so his parents are missionaries in the Philippines, and he grew up there since he was 10 years old, I believe. Yeah. And just recently when he, he did all his high school high schooling through like kind of homeschooling with his mom, I think, but... Don't discredit him. I think he's very intelligent, and he, and he, oh. kno- he knows a tremendous amount of yeah. stuff, I'm sure. Especially if you want to know anything about Philippine culture. He's the he, one to go to. He will share his knowledge. Anyway, uh, definitely an individual. I want to share a couple things that I, I experienced with Timoteo today. <laughs> um, well, first of all, there's these mini skateboards that are getting pretty popular here. in, in uh, <laughs> There's about 12,000 of them on campus probably. Yeah, I was going to say Spain, but it might just be campus. I don't know. But um, they really suck. You know the kind. The, the plastic wheels, no bearings, miniature. Miniature skateboards. Yeah, they're not really – they're fun for about three seconds, and then you're like, wow, this is probably the dumbest thing I've ever done. He rocks it hard. <laughs> like, he pretty much kicks at it. He He rides down the hills. I don't know how he maintains control. Well, he's got those Filipino chanclas. Moxins. Those yellow ones. Rubber rain boots. I love them. Sandals. Anyway. Anyway. Um, there's a little kind of stair with a with a handicap ramp going down it to, yeah, the, right. to the guy's dorm over here. Timoteo and I, I I was lucky I caught this. I was walking around the corner, saw Timoteo go over the hump to go down. Right when that thing leveled out, Timoteo launched in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I can still picture his face mid-air. He's like, man, what happened? Then a really hollow thump. Oh, where, how did he land? Um, on his shoulder back oh. kind of thing he's got going on. But, um, but he knows how to roll like a ninja. But it hurt. He knows how to do that monkey ball. He got up and he said, why does it hurt? <laughs> why does it hurt? <laughs> No, he, did he really say he that? Really, he oh. really said why is <laughs> I don't know. That that was one of the Timoteo highlights of my day. Oh, my gosh. The second one was in the Comedor tonight when we were having our dinner. He um he noticed that I was turned around talking to somebody and decided he was going to try to swipe my cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I turned around just in time to catch it. Catch the empty bowl hitting my my tray, <laughs> and he goes, "Oh shoot! <laughs> Didn't think you were gonna notice." And it's like it's not even that he was trying to take your cereal that you hadn't eaten yet. It was yours was there was milk in it and it was soggy and didn't really look that appealing. <laughs> and he goes for it. Yeah. Oh. Opt- optimistic character. This he guy. is. He's very optimistic. <laughs> so for those of you that know him, I'm sure you're getting a kick out of it. Yeah. Those of you that don't know him, you will soon. Look out for him in the upcoming shows. All right, um, this show's been kind of long, so we're going to try to wrap it up here. We got a couple little we – got, we got some emails over this last couple of days after the third show, and we just want to read – we're not going to read them all because they're a little long. Um, we're just going to read a little bit. Um, Lakin emailed us and uh, told us that we did pretty good on the, the eyebrow ring, and uh, she wanted us to know that it's probably – it's not an Ocho gauge, which I'm still going to call it an Ocho gauge because that's awesome. But she says it's probably either a 12 or a 14 gauge, standard size for piercing. Um, and she says standard, clearly. She, well, she would know. She has five piercing. I said she had two. She has five. Yeah, and um, 
thank you for clearing that up for us, Lincoln, because Melissa over here, the one that's still here, yes, she thought she had Lincoln taken because she also has five. Right. Turns out they're even. Tie. Igual. Yeah. Take that, Melissa. <laughs> Toma. Um, I, Lincoln also wanted us to know that it is called a curved barbell, which Brett also found out for us, too. So thank you, listeners, for your dedication to helping us with the show. <laughs> to my eyebrow. Yes. <laughs> curved barbell. It was a little swollen after last weekend, but it looks yeah, much yeah, better yeah. now. Um, Lincoln also said one more thing she wanted us to know. I mentioned something about The Office, and I couldn't think of Steve Carell's character's last name, Michael. Turns out it's Michael Scott, and I don't know why I didn't remember that, because they say it kind of all the time. Like, uh, well, kind of, no- but not enough to where you, like... Yeah, but I get... Well, and it's not quite as memorable as Schrute. Dwight Schrute. Yeah. Jim Halpert. It's, Scott is a little too... Indian chick. Indian, I don't know her name. Yeah. But that's memorable. Mem- Schrute. Memorable. I really shrewded it. <laughs> Pro- I would say, bold statement, best live-action show on television ever. I, I had to clarify that it's live action because I still like home movies better. Live uh, action, like with people. That I means that's live action. I kind of feel like live action is like cops. I feel like your mom is cops. <laughs> Do you feel like your mom is live action? Oh, <laughs> yeah, burn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, our friend Catherine sent us an email. She's a student here as well, and she wanted us to make sure that we read the book Princess Bride because. She loved the movie. <laughs> I'm still celebrating that bomb <laughs> that your I'm mom to, burned. I'm trying to uh, <laughs> throw it off as if I didn't hear it. All right. <laughs> because well, I don't know why. but Sorry for interrupting no, Catherine's no, email. No, it is fine. Continue. Catherine wanted us to make sure that we read the book Princess Bride because she loves the movie, but she says that the book is also real good. And I have never read it, and I plan to do so. Thank you, Catherine, for writing in. She also pointed out that a resident first... Asian girl Angela hates the movie, in fact. Yeah, like we're keeping points for the Asian girls. Minus one for Angela for not liking The Princess Bride. But Sayaka was sick today. Oh, minus seven for being sick. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the point scale. It's a rough life, being Asian. (laughs) My turn? Yeah, go ahead. All right, this one's a good one from Brett. To start it off, we kind of ask people to call uh, call in or write... Give us their dreams, and Brett gave us a great one. Yeah, a couple of people gave us their dreams, and c- there's actually one on the blog if you, yeah, have, if you he, haven't read that. From Shane, my roommate last year. Yep. He's a good guy. PureToast.blogspot.com. Yes. One more time. That was a high five. Okay, here comes a Brett dr- Brett's dream. He starts off by saying, well, buddy's from across the hall. <laughs> one time I had a dream that I ran over my dad with my mom's truck while backing up, trying to park a trailer that we never even owned. Crazy ass dream, huh? And that, that's the entire email. No capital letters. He does use punctuation, but it's like one line. And it's like, I think when I opened the email, I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> but it's really funny just to, like, because there's just, oh, I like Brett's you, a good guy. I actually like how you replied to that email. It's like, <laughs> wah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> oh. oh, Brett, how we love you. And thank you for letting us use your microphone. Yeah. Props to Brett, and I don't give props because I think the idea of giving props is stupid. Props to Brett for letting us use his microphone because his is way better than the ones we have. Indeed. Um, boy, I think that's all we got. Okay, guys, so we're gonna we're gonna sign off here for the night for the evening. But we do have our listener feedback, our listener 
our listener interaction. Um, yeah, we got to come up with a fancy name for that. Yeah, it's coming next time, next time. Might be something like listener feedback form. Yes. Or something cooler. Anyway, um, yeah, so this is what we've got for you tonight. Find us Pokemon Blue. <laughs> that's it. We want a copy of Pokemon Blue. We want a copy Blue. of Pokemon Blue. And that's all. And, um... If you don't know what that is, Wikipedia the crap out of it. Yes. And um, the first one to send us Pokemon Blue wins a prize. Definitely, we might send them a copy of Pokemon Blue. Or gold. <laughs> or gold. Wait, Pokemon Gold or we would send them gold? Pokemon Gold. Oh, because I'd rather That's send what I was them gold. <laughs> I got a good story about gold, but I'll save it for next show. All right. All right, so hey, until next week, um, I have been Craig, everyone's favorite Viking. <laughs> And I'm still with Ben. With an eyebrow piercing. Should we, should we explain I don't know it why I just, Should we explain it or no. just say it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <sighs> Alright, so we're going to close off the show. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. Yeah. End transmission.